Welcome to the Generational Ethics Broadcast Show, an outreach of IOM America and the Identity Matters Worldview Institute. Our objective is to provide short media bites with a Christ is Life worldview. Our topic today is Socialist Play God. The root definition of man functioning as a replicator of God is nothing short of a believer walking after their own flesh. If not saved, it's in their flesh. If they are saved and born again and have the indwelling Holy Spirit, it's walking after their flesh. At first, they covertly believe their flesh is their guiding force or God. Many times after they mature in this ideation, they oftentimes shift into believing cautiously that they are their flesh. Thus, they are like God. I call this paralleling the Godhead, meaning since they are the God of their own destiny, they might as well control all of life as a God. This act is what birthed the most dangerous sin throughout all eternity, which is what I'm calling the original sin. This is that horrid act of attempting to steal the role and position of God while functioning under the lie that they are changing God's method of governance. As ironic as that seems. Satan may be a liar, but he's not stupid. He knows if he can get mankind to remain trapped by his original sin, their consequences would be the same as his. And he's right. Each will go straight to hell, which is the place he's going. For those who have had a born-again experience, Satan uses the flesh to maintain disobedience to God by way of resisting the indwelling Holy Spirit, who never, by the way, defies the system of monarchy. And Satan does this with the hope of the believer renouncing the Spirit of God. Believe it or not, this happens every day, in every country, all day long. The Word calls it the great apostasy, or falling away. Yes, irrevocably, I believe we are in the period of the great apostasy. One of the greatest ironies regarding the flesh is it can be deceptively pleasant, and it's what I call pretty flesh. Flesh that is pretty or flesh that is ugly is self-imposed reaction to submitting to the indwelling life of Christ. If the person is unsaved, their, their war is in repenting and confessing that Jesus is God and receiving the Holy Spirit into their lives will literally change all of that and cause a willingness to function under his system of monarchy. Intuitively, they know that the old nature, God replicator, must be put to death and made powerless before Christ takes his position as God in their innermost being. Consequently, this is an act that only a faithful few are willing to do, particularly in our pluralistic society. Speaking of pretty flesh, those of us who practice this deceptive act of Christianity 
work diligently to practice the truths of Christ in us while continuing to walk after the flesh without knowing the error of doing so. In my mind, this is the most deceptive place Satan can shift a believer to live. Always learning, but never able to come to the full knowledge of truth. Since the majority of the body of Christ has no clue what the flesh is, they are ignorant about how to combat it. This is the exact reason why I make use of the term playing God. It is an easy concept to help people understand the law of the flesh. With that, we can reveal the importance of Christ walking out his own system of governance, law of the Spirit, through us by releasing the Holy Spirit to do so. What is the true and honest motive in converting monarchy to socialism? Well, if God was to be God of our life, culture, and nation, then we need to know what he says about Christ's renewal of the mind. His goal has never been to change society or a world. His goal has been predestined to change the people. Simply put, we need to learn the root meaning of transforming others through Christ, which is found in Colossians 3.17. Most of the Lord's workers in our post-truth culture devote their lives to sharing the gospel, let's put that in quotes, to gain a paycheck. This erroneous belief in ministerial outreach is nothing short of lukewarm. If we ministers have expectations of a return, outside of God receiving the blessing, we suffer with the modality of a lukewarm faith. Worse yet, it becomes a covert confession of using the gospel, Jesus, to prosper. This is where the prosperity gospel was born. Both socialists and capitalists are guilty of this. Socialists do to get, capitalists do to prosper, while monarchists do to advance a king. This one single factor is what separates an external helper from that of an internal. Obviously, a monarchy system is the most selfless. And I believe there's a scripture that says, whatever you do, do as unto the Lord. That's the whole principle of monarchy, is everything we do is to advance the king of kings. This stark realization is everyone, categorically everyone, without question, is guilty of playing God. It is the most common and deceptive problem in all of Christendom particularly in the church. It is the complete reason why we have wars, rumors of wars, arguments, and conflicts in our daily living. People, saved or not, feast on the power that comes with playing God. That's a fax. It's addictive. Well, it provides a false sense of control. I got a question for you. Can you think of anything that can breed more self-life comfort outside of having control over your own destiny? I mean, if you really break it down to a 
basic question for mankind, it probably would come to the single question of how can I control my own destiny? Those who covertly or overtly believe that they have self-governed control are under the worst kind of deception. Overt control freaks are usually the ones blamed for this demise. But the reality is, even pretty flesh, sedated believers are guilty of this illusion. Without question, and in my professional view, I believe silence is the greatest form of control. This is obviously the meaning behind Jesus saying, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything above and beyond this is of evil. That's Matthew 5.37. People that live or dwell in the zone of indecisive complacency as a church, culture, nation, or individual are simply playing with evil which is what we're calling today playing God. The most elementary leaders know that people of the yes are easy to manage and people of the no are easy to discipline. They further understand that people who are not quick to give a yes or no are completely unmanageable and destructive to the overall goals of the leader. This might be the best way to describe our culture today. Whichever the case, when any of us play God, we are attempting to fix the fix that God has fixed on us to stop us from fixing ourselves and others. Fast fixes are not the solution. It only breeds more problems and conflicts, which result in a wider gap of separation with the indwelling life. Working to make our environment, church, or nation to be more comfortable in order to live a self-focused life is not only erroneous, but it also borders on a system of socialism. I remember the day when I woke up to the reality that I was covertly converting others to socialism by methods practiced in the church. I was beyond embarrassed. I became enraged. This single revelation shifted my placid mission to helping others to that of being a Christ is life worldview teacher. No more playing God. That day not only shifted my paradigm, but it also infected and affected my view of many of the things stated in the book of Revelation. You know, as long as the flesh remains in my mortal body, I will have this false socialistic God rising up against the spirit, the monarch spirit that lives within me. Playing God is not only evil, but it is also the one thing that reminds me of the beast, the false prophet, the antichrist, who feasts off of my socialistic self-life. That's nasty. One of my more sobering revelations I've had to date is Revelation chapter 17, verse 17. It's easy to remember because it's 1717. 
For God has put it in their hearts to execute His purpose by having a common purpose and by giving their kingdom to the beast. That's socialism, folks. This common purpose that Christ himself is allowing to be released and done here on earth, he's going to come and put things back under monarchy someday. That's certainly something to think about. Thank you for listening and supporting this channel. To learn more about the Identity Matters Worldview Institute, hey, check out www.worldviewinstitute.center. Until next time.